Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, are you okay? Uh, you know, a little bit. <laughs> it's it's late. We're recording, we are recording late. late. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, no worse than usual, I guess. Oh, that's surprising. I'm not going to oh. lie. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh-huh. After the news that came out of London yesterday, I thought... Uh... I thought you might be a little um, upset. I was a little worried. A little disheveled, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was It was announced yesterday that the official opening ceremonies for the newly rechristened Stephen Sondheim Theater, or just Sondheim Theater, in London's West End have been postponed mm. because the great Stephen Sondheim apparently suffered a fall that has left him, quote, temporarily incapacitated. Um, I'm not going to lie, like... That sounds scary. I'm a little stressed about it. The man yeah. is almost 90. Please do not let the elements work against him, too. Like, temporarily incapacitated. Like, what does that mean? Like, like did it. he just, like, hurt himself? Or is he, like, in a coma? Give us some information, Cameron McIntosh. Yeah. This is unacceptable. I will, if it's if it's the latter, I will take uh, temporarily incapacitated as to not stress me out further. It's it's something that he was planning on attending an event on January 14th, which is uh, next Tuesday at the newly refurbished and modernized theater, which is the once and current home of Les Miserables. That event has now been delayed and is apparently expected to go ahead later this year. So at least that means that if he is in a coma, they expect him to come out sometime in That's very good. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, hopefully before March. I mean... Although that could be a really good birthday present on the 22nd. Yeah, but, but don't out of the coma. Here's the thing for you PR professionals. Mm. When you are talking about someone's health, do not use the words temporarily incapacitated. It's not a there great is way phrase. too much vagaries in a- there. Ambiguity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh well. It's 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 it could have been worded better. Let me yes. let me just phrase that. Yeah. To not make my heart leap out of my third story window. Yeah, and uh, especially when you're talking about one of the greatest wordsmiths of the English language Correct. at least in the 20th century, uh maybe maybe think a little harder on temporarily incapacitated. But he, something that he, you he would not be happy. The greatest wordsmith would not be happy with that wording. Unless it, like, fit into a perfect rhyme. Like, <laughs> Very true. Like, I can't even come up with I something. I highly doubt it, yeah. I've please. got my, my rhyming dictionary on the shelf, but I'm not going to get it. But. I do, too. Hey. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, something that does not need a lot of thought is our Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. It, it should be a no-brainer. If you love Broadway Radio, we would love for you to join us in the Patreon, um, it would mean a lot to us. We're and permanently, else... permanently capacitated. <laughs> I, could, I don't know if capacitated, incapacitated <laughs> is, is really a rhyme. Word? I don't know. I mean, well, it's not a rhyme either. But anyway, all right, Ashley, let's get on to the news. And this first bit of news is the reason that we are not recording until 1045 at night. And wow, this episode is not coming out for the patrons until midnight. And that is because at the stroke of 1201, I think technically... The off-Broadway production of Sing Street announced that it will be transferring directly to the Broadway beginning on March 26th at the Lyceum Theater, or the Lyceum, or the Lyceum, whichever one you want to say, tomato, tomato. Lyceum. Uh, It will uh, officially open on April 19th. The show is currently in the latter stages of its 
all sold out extended run at the New York Theater Workshop. They announced members of the off-Broadway company that will be transferring with it. We'll have those links in there. There will be additional casting uh, announced later. But actually, I've been teasing this since before New York Theater Workshop (laughs) performances even started. I mentioned that last night. I couldn't remember if you were dropping hints on the show or if it was just hints you were telling me. Both. Pretty certain that you had regularly been dropping hints about this move. I, it was, but then I talked myself out of it after oh. the re- after the reviews came out, and Have everyone faith. said it's good, but it needs some work. Yeah. Um, the quick turnaround is a little surprising because I had been hearing that That's they what had I said about last night. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I had heard that they were giving up their option for the spring, and yeah. someone else was going to take it. In fact, I had teased that a certain show would be making a move in order to burn down the house which the word burn can be taken two ways, either as a lyric to a famous song or by changing the spelling to B-Y-R-N-E. But, mm. <laughs> uh, so that apparently is not happening. They are making the quick change, which means that the show, which is getting ready to close at the end of this month, I believe uh, the 26th. Yeah. So it will have exactly two months from the closing off Broadway to the first performances on Broadway, which means that they'll probably have one month in between the end of the off-Broadway run and the beginning of rehearsals. Right, which I still don't get. <laughs> which means that if they are going to make changes, they better do them quick, or the creative team has to have been doing them already, which they very well might sure, have been. Sure, yeah, tweaking um, the as dr- they go along. Totally. And even if they haven't put them into the show at New York Theater Workshop, they right. could have them ready to go. But the creative team is fantastic. Uh, Rebecca Tashman mm-hmm. uh, is the director, book writer, Enda Walsh, music and lyrics by uh, Gary Clark, but primarily by John Carney, who wrote them for uh, the original film version, choreography by Sonia Taya. Um, so it, I, I have faith in this team, but I've expressed my love for this film so much that I want right. it to be great on stage and i was hoping that they would wait and take the time to make the changes that apparently everybody whether critic or like yes. just word of mouth who saw it said that it needed to make yeah i i i talked about it last night i really don't understand the quick move unless they're pushing for or they don't care about tonys which seems weird because you know they need to recoup uh and as we talked about last night, James and I, you have to, they're, uh, they're capitalized at 11 million and their running costs are 490,000, which means they need 757,000 per week, which is kind of a big cost at the Lyceum. So if you're not pushing. It's, yeah, it's not a huge, it's not a huge house. No, yeah. I think most shows run for, or their capacity is like 8.5. Uh, so if you're not focusing on awards, which theoretically should, you know, awards press should give you more people in seats and therefore more money, I don't really understand this one month turnaround unless, as you said, they've been making these changes as they go along, which entirely possible. It's essentially been billed as a developmental production anyway, so they most likely have been. Yeah, and it just seems like the something must have changed where they started to feel comfortable because I had, like I said, I yeah. had heard that they were not going to make this move, and then all of a sudden they are. So bang, whatever yeah. the reason is, I am I'm 
excited for them because I really do want to see this property yeah. uh, succeed. And from everyone that I know who saw it, they enjoyed it. They really liked it. They said this there is something really good here. Right. It just, it's just not there tweaking. yet. Yeah, yeah. It's an unfinished piece, which happens a lot off Broadway. And then yeah. become moves to Broadway and hopefully they work out those tweaks. Yeah, New York Theater Workshop, so that you can exactly. work on things. So you so. can workshop it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Some things that already work and do not need workshopping is our friends over at ExpressVPN, the sponsors of this week's episodes of Today on Broadway. Um, we want to talk about them, and we want you to go support them because they are supporting us. If you don't know what a VPN is, it is a service that hides your IP address and lets you control where websites online think that you are coming from. This is especially relevant when you are trying to stream TV shows and films from other countries because there are different regions that you are allowed to watch things in. So if there is a show on the British version of Netflix that you really want to watch, but you are here stateside, this can fix that. Or if you are one of our many international listeners and you come to New York to see shows on Broadway, you can still watch whatever you can at home without any problems. ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, but in addition, the real reason to use ExpressVPN above any other VPN is because it is ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream everything in HD. ExpressVPN is a much better option also to all of those super shady sites that you can find on Reddit that I never really trust, and uh, they might <laughs> steal all of your information and leave you a virus. ExpressVPN does not do that. Yeah. Um, and in addition, you can watch things on your computer, your tablet, your phone, your smartphone, video game consoles, whatever you normally watch TV on, you can use ExpressVPN on as well. If you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Broadway, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, let's get right back into the news because we had some more pretty big Broadway news come to us on Tuesday. This is another one that I am very conflicted on, Ashley, because we got additional casting for the upcoming Broadway premiere, the world premiere, really, of the new musical MJ, the mm, musical. This yeah. is, of course, uh, some sort of Michael Jackson musical. We're still not exactly sure what this will be made of. But in addition to the previously announced Ephraim Sykes, who will be playing Michael Jackson, we also learned that Quentin Earl Darrington and one of my favorites, former Tell Me More guest, Whitney Basher will be part of the cast, um, as well as Antoine L. Smith and others. Just a note, because I made this mistake, there is a cast member named Gabrielle Ruiz. It is not the same Gabrielle Ruiz who was on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She spells her first name differently. Ah. Took me a minute to figure that one out. I was a little confused. But this, of course, is a show that will feature the music of Michael Jackson, but also features a book by two-time Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage and will be directed and choreographed by Tony winner Christopher Wheeldon. And we've talked about this show many times through this developmental so process, and we're just conflicted. a little confused as to why this is happening. Not a clue. I, not yeah, I, I admit, I grew up a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. I've told the story a lot. Apparently, I don't remember this, but my parents tell me that as a kid, I would put a glove on my left hand and dance and watch myself in the old style tube television <laughs> when it was turned it. off so I could see myself. 
Um, so grew up a huge Michael Jackson fan, but with everything we've learned, especially in recent years and the Neverland documentary, yes. it just seems like this is incredibly poorly timed. But then on the other hand, actually, Lynn Nottage is writing the book. And like, there are a few people in the theater that I trust more than Lynn Nottage to write something compelling and interesting and honest and important. So I, I just sure. very, I'm very confused by this. I understand that the allure of the money of this show um, is going to be huge. It's um, a matter of how much, assuming the estate has to approve everything. And the so, estate is one of the main producers so on this show. So the estate is one of the main producers. They're not going to uh, produce anything that they view as, you know, libel or salacious, even if it may or may not be true. So what I, could this show possibly be? Yeah, we've heard stories that what this show is going to be. It's going to take just a very slim portion of Michael Jackson's um, career and actually focus on him preparing for one tour that I believe was eventually like canceled midway because of the some of the legal actions surrounding the accusations mm. um, against him. So I, I think that Lynn Nonage is trying to do it. I think a lot of it will have to do with how much she is able to express some sort of creative control over the content of That's the show. The thing. I just don't get it. Like I do trust Lenottage to put out, you know, truthful work, but what is the point of doing the show if you can't speak the fullest truth on it? Right. And I just I don't and my my concern is actually that Lynn Nottage is going to have uh, what she would like to have the script be. Sure. And and that's going to get put into action and then it's going to get whittled down Trim. and carved down oh, yeah. and trimmed down to the point where we have a little bit in there. And that's going to be a big point of all of the press and media coverage. Mm -hmm. So that's going to allow people who might be on the fence to say, oh, well, this show, I love the music. I want to go hear the music. I want to see the dancing. The cast is great. Ephraim, uh, Quentin, Whitney, everybody is fantastic. Yeah. I want to go see it. And Lynn Nottage has gotten um, some of the actual truth in there. But when it actually comes down to it, it's going to be really watered down. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be my guess as to what we see. I will be happy to be proven wrong. But we will see when performances begin on Broadway at the Neil Simon Theater on July 6th with an opening night of August 13th. I just... I'm just very confused why mm -hmm. this happened. I would have bet money that there was no chance that this was coming to Broadway right. in the next few years. But. What I'm certain of is that we should put out something for Patreon at the highest tier that you recreate those childhood Michael Jackson videos. Yes, if anybody comes into <laughs> our highest level on Patreon at the $100,000 level, yeah, I will gladly do that. Perfect. So. Yeah, anyway. Uh, all right, Ashley, we've got a few other bits of news that I want to run through here. First up, the Broadway production of Freestyle Love Supreme, 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 announced that it had recouped its Broadway investment Yay. in just 14 weeks. Very happy for them. As we've said before, I really think that this is should and will become a staple of the New York theatrical scene, maybe popping up on Broadway every few years, maybe Lin having Man money. a residency. Yeah, I mean... It, it was great. I loved it. And yeah. none of the like famous, quote unquote, famous people were in it. I'm a huge uh, Utkarsh Ambedkar fan. Yeah. But uh, and he was in. But, uh, you know, none of the, you know, Lynn, Chris Jackson, uh, James Monroe, Wayne Brady, David Diggs. Right. Um, none of those folks were in it. And, and so um, it was still 
Uh, fantastic. So congratulations to everybody over at the Booth Theater. They are playing through this Sunday, so if you can get tickets, head on over. Then yesterday, we also had casting confirmed from the Signature Theater off-Broadway for the upcoming world premiere of Hot Wing King by playwright Katori Hall. The show will feature Sheldon Best, Cecile Blucher, Corey Jackson, Toussaint Jean-Louis, Eric B. Robinson Jr., and Nico Anand. The show begins performances off-Broadway on February 11th and is currently scheduled to run through March 22nd. That right up my alley. <laughs> Hot wing king. Yes. Yeah. More food uh, and wings yeah. specifically. Oh. There you go. You're an upstate New Yorker, right? I am. Well, I'm a Maybe. West. I'm a Western New Yorker, please. I don't know the difference. I, I don't know. know the I know. Anyway. Um, yesterday, <laughs> over at Broadway World, my colleagues, in fact, I bet you can guess which colleague it was, confirmed exclusively what? to something <laughs> something that had been tweeted out last weekend, uh, that Donna Vavino will be taking over the role of Grizabella, the glamour cat, in the Cats National Tour beginning, uh, I believe it's going to be beginning on February 4th in Richmond, Virginia. And then she's actually going to be coming down here to Florida twice, uh, two stops oh, in February, go. which I might cats. be trying to see. It's a little bit of a drive to Fort Myers for me, but Donna Vavino started as one of the, the wee little kids in... Um, in, in Les Miserables, she was the original young Cosette, then went on to be Elphaba on Broadway on tour, um, was in a bunch of other shows as well. Fame Becomes Me, Hairspray, Saturday Night Fever. She will be getting, beginning performances in early February, I believe on the 4th in Virginia. Then also yesterday, we learned that the Vineyard Theater is going to get as much out of the extension of This is a Room as humanly possible because they have added one more performance, their final one, their 26th one in this return engagement. It will be on Sunday, January 19th at 7 p.m. If you have not gotten a chance to see it, it. there is one more opportunity. I don't know if there are still tickets available at this point because those things sell like hotcakes. Um, So it might be gone by now. And actually, we have one final story. And this is a show we've talked about, I think, just once a year or so ago on Today on Broadway. But yesterday we had information come to light thanks to an equity casting call about an audition for an upcoming, uh, I don't know if it's a workshop or a lab or whatever they're calling it now, for a, a staged reading for Farewell, My Concubine, the new musical with music and lyrics by Jason Robert Brown. It features a book by Kenneth Lynn and is directed by Moises Kaufman and is based on the 1993 film of the same name. The reading will be held February 3rd through the 8th, so less than a month away. Uh, we'll have all the audition information. If you would like to audition, it is specifically asking for Asian and or Asian American yes. actors for a number of roles. Farewell, My Concubine is a 1993 Chinese drama. The film explores the effect of China's political turmoil during the mid-20th century on the lives of individuals, families, and groups. In this case, the affected are two male stars in a Beijing opera troupe and the women and the woman who comes between them. The film was an adaptation of the novel by Lillian Lee, who is also one of the film's screenwriters. Mm. Um, I, Jason seen it. Yeah. I have not either. This is super interesting because uh, Lynn, uh, um, Jason Robert Brown is adapting <laughs> this. Uh, well, I was looking at the thing and it says Kenneth Lynn is writing the book. Oh, that'll um, do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jason Robert Brown is adapting this film mm-hmm. uh, for the stage and obviously – not necessarily coming to Broadway, but I would imagine at least some thoughts on that. He's also working on Mr. Saturday night, right? A film with um, Billy Crystal. I would imagine that these two projects could not be more different in terms of film adaptations. Right. Uh, Sure. But someone, only someone like Jason Robert Brown could potentially do that. 
um, and, and, and make those things work. So very interested to see what happens with this. Excited for it and just happy generally to see a call for a potential Broadway show that's calling pretty exclusively for Asian and Asian American actors. Yeah, that, something that's we not about. Miss Saigon or the right. King. <laughs> yeah, and something that you and I talked about off air uh, on Sunday when we recorded mm. that, like, there are certain shows that will remain nameless that are on Broadway and on tour that are set in the Middle East and generally cast Lat- uh, Latinx, yep. Hispanic, <laughs> anything other than Middle Eastern actors yeah. Yeah. in their lead roles. So, very happy about they that. They exist. Just cast the actors. Yep. Uh, All right, Ashley, that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. And of course, you can find all of us at patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. And of course, support the folks that support us. Go over to expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio to get three extra months of ExpressVPN. Uh, we would super appreciate that. Yes, please. Uh, Ashley, you will be at Greater Clements tonight. I will, yes. So James and I will be manning the episode today. And so we will talk to everybody on Thursday. Have a wonderful hump day. Hump day.